Welcome to the Price Plan Podcast. I'm so excited to be here. We are in Vegas for the GNC 2023 Franchisee Convention. I'm here with Cage. So, Aaron, Darren, so, nice to have you guys back on. Uh, people have been like hyped for this for a while. They didn't know what they were hyped for. Today, we're going to talk about what we were so hyped about. I've been talking a lot about Cage. This is like the big coming out party. It is. We're coming out. Yeah. So, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining uh, <laughs> us in Vegas. This yeah. is, uh, is going to be a great show. It's cool. For, Vegas, baby. For anyone that's listening in, this is the GNC Franchise Convention. It's actually a closed show, not consumer-facing. Yeah. But, you know, really the best of the best brands are here kind of showcasing uh, innovation, newness, um, you know, all, all kinds of stuff. So it's just it's a really great three-day event uh, and super glad to have Price Plow a part of it. Yeah. Uh, big disclaimer. Right now, we have, this is the number one point in the email. Do it. Uh, I am here as a guest of Kate. Yes. This is an internal only show, right? Correct. Uh, yep. Or, uh, there's a lot of things to the left and the right of the camera that we can't talk about, but yeah. Like we can talk about it. I'm very excited about it. Everything this. that's in this circle here, we're okay with yeah. it. Right now. It's a circle of yeah. trust. Yeah, that is it's yeah. a safe space. It yes. is, and uh, so so there's a lot of really. If you can't see uh, from there, we've got like a lot of stuff on the table here that we're gonna go through and we're gonna talk about. And there's even some black and gold bottles here that say hydration, not hydrocharge. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna get some stuff. Also, do we have in the background here? We don't. But I posted on Instagram, elite lineup was something that you guys let us leak. Yeah, correct. So um, I'm not sure where the story starts. But I'd love to talk about, like, how did we get here? Sure. So I, I think um, this roadmap with GNC really started with a vision of how we want to innovate and how we want to roadmap our points of distribution with the right product mindset that curates real innovation and specialty, but also opens up the, um, opens up the market in a broad-based um, manner for other channels to potentially come open. Um, and, you know, as we thought about what was the right format? We looked at some of the winning formulas that we have. Um, Hydrocharge is actually our number one selling SKU in our entire portfolio. So probably doing a little bit more with that product, which is what you see right here. But also looking at like being a premium brand, not just from a packaging standpoint, from a formulation standpoint, we, we kind of took the homage of what was our elite pre-workout and we said, maybe we take it a step further. So I spoke with Brian Rand, who's our CIO and founder. And we said, what if we took that same lens of really amplifying formulas across all categories, all adjacencies, and become a brand that focuses on better for you solutions, efficaciously does, fantastic uh, flavors. We have a lot of certs that most brands cannot actually obtain. And we go through a lot of, you know, um, rigor to do that. And so that was like the, the synopsis of how it started. It was, we had a brainstorm session about what this could look like. Yep. And from that brainstorm, we looked at where are our strengths as a business and what what formats and categories do we want to actually lean in with? Um, and this is a three to five year roadmap for us. So this isn't like some short term, like let's put some product on a shelf and see if it kind of like picks up with the consumer. Like we have a really great roadmap of, you know, quarterly innovation, um, some interesting and exciting collaborations. Well, yeah. The collabs are big, right? Yeah. Um, but we also want to be a brand that thrives in education. So like the products itself are awesome. But if the consumers don't understand it, yep. and if the people selling it don't understand it, it won't matter, right? Right. So, you know, that's where we started embarking on strategic partnerships. And we want to be a brand that brings the very best formulations, but also elevates the education in the industry as well at the same time. Cool. Enter Price Plow. Yeah. So let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of, it's funny, I didn't actually talk about that. Like, oh, but there is like a little bit of a selfish, I want to talk about this too. Yeah, because of course. Like, uh, this is something that I, like, I don't think anyone else has done. Yep. Um, 
and I come from GNC, so this is like, like quite passionate for me. Yeah. Um, I'm super stoked just to be able to be a part of what you guys are doing. Um, and it kind of brings like my personal brand and my passion into like what we're doing this education and like yep. improving yep. the education of, uh, salespeople. I was a salesperson at GNC yep. and like, I thought that we were woefully uneducated. Yep. Like I was selling a lot of air stuff back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's not to say I, I didn't know what I was doing or whatever, but like, I felt that, uh, especially at the time, like, it's not like, like Brett Weston was right over there. Like he teaches people fucking shit yeah. all the time. Yeah. All that like, back then, like. We, we didn't have anything we had four. Yes. You know, you had yep. red studies. Yeah. Like I was in college for dietetics at the time working at GNC. Yep. yep. And like people around me had no clue they were talking about. Well, with all of this extra information, eyeballs and people that don't know what they're talking about now, some, yeah. like the best time to also let's really lean into education because there's a lot of misinformation yeah. in this space specifically out in the market. Yeah. So, um, we definitely have to get back to the products, but to like to tail on this off, uh, what exactly are we doing with media? Can you guys explain? Maybe probably you're probably best to talk about this. So what, yep. what, what is, what are Priceline, GNC, and Cage uh, doing together? So, you know, we've entered kind of a strategic partnership with GNC, and we've done that on a couple of different fronts, but media relations and education platform is kind of like that, like, right spot for us. Yep. And one of the things that we've done is uh, enter PricePlow into this agreement where, you know, Ben, Mike, your team will help not only train and educate GNC consumers, but help us kind of broaden that reach um, beyond the GNC market, right? Yep. Um, so a couple of cool things that we're doing. So GNC has a unique internal tool called GNC TV. So we're going to be leveraging that platform. Yep. We're going to do a um, kind of a training segment series of sorts because we're launching a lot of SKUs. Darren will talk about that. 27. 27 SKUs. That's a lot of SKUs at one time. So, um, from, from our understanding, that is the most SKUs that any other brand is bringing to GNC this year in this manner. Okay. So to do that, you know, we want to use some of their platforms to help drive education, help increase uh, retention rates, and just make sure that we have the right kind of like ecosystem. Like our brand isn't for everyone. Yep. Uh, we know that. Mm -hmm. uh, and we want to also make sure that we're a brand that is highly incremental to what GNC is already doing. Mm -hmm. And entering price plow will help us because you're already engaging with a lot of the top brands, whether it's mm -hmm. Ghost or Glaxon and some of those. Our brand fit is very different. Our consumer fit is different. For sure. And that's where I think GNC sees it as a great fit for them. But, when, but then to that point, you know, we are a brand that... Is a, is a little bit uh, different in that sense. And because of the formulations, because of the science, if anybody knows Brian Rand, he's yep. kind of like the mad scientist behind the scenes here. Yep. You know, these things were souped up and we want to yep. make sure we get, we really get the best out of them. So entering yourself and, and again, Mike, and making sure that Price Plow has this like opportunity to speak to the coaches at GNC, the store managers, the regional sales directors, and the franchisees here this week yep. is super important. It yep. gives us a lot of credibility because y'all have a lot of credibility, but at the same time, it gives them someone to actually like have real conversation with. Yeah. Whether that's in real time or whether that's like via Discord or whatever. Like, there's a lot of opportunities to create consumer and coach outreach within the GNC world. I'm super stoked to be able to talk about these products because, so you said there's 27 products coming. Yep. And as part of this education, we're going to be doing a few episodes about different products and yeah. how to sell them or how it works. Just like with every product that Cage brings out, there's always this like massive story yeah. behind it, right? Like, you know, just this fish oil, for example, yeah. like it's, it's really intense. So each one of these products, right? It's, it's a little bit more simple because they're all, I would say the graduating or the, the, the newer, like more fit older brother yeah. of like the typical, like hydrocharge is now 
what we're showcasing here is hydration elite series, right? So it's souped up hydrocharge. Yeah. I'm so you talk about like products having stories, like yeah. hydrocharge to me is like the one. Like okay. we were talking about what which one we want to leak. There are other products that I chose not to show him. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I lobbied not to. Ben's a uh, big hydration guy. So here's where we hydration <laughs> for sure. But like uh the, the story of it is cool. Like it was really just a flavor system yeah. for the single ingredients early on. Yep. And it got this cult following. Yeah. You know, and I remember there were like there was years where it was like the only hydration product in the market that we would talk about. Yep. Um, and I was kind of like transparent with you guys a cut like a while ago. Yeah. Like Hydrocharge like was the start of hydration. For sure. I saw the numbers on it. I knew where it was going. I, I knew that was good for hydration, but like it's fallen behind the competition in terms of like what I expect Cage to do in product efficacy yep. and like hydra hydration. Yep. Uh, hydration elite here, yep. especially is like that answer to that. Yeah. And I think Cage has always been in like innovation to yep. me. Um, back in 2016, I was at the Idaho Fit Expo. Yep. That's the yep. first time I saw pre-caged. And I remember looking at Mark Leisure and it was like, this is a funny thing to say, but like back then there was not good stuff. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no offense to people who were other brands back then, yeah. but like, I remember looking at being like, it's true. I would actually take this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And we're in a really good spot now where like, there's a lot of, pretty much every pre-workout in this room is, is quite good. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good quality brands. We agree. Um, but that's what's cool about Cage that there was always innovation to it. And I really feel like this is you guys like stepping back into those shoes. Yeah. I, for Hydrocharge specifically, right? Like that, that was the product that we, it's like our barrier to entry into health and wellness is you drink more water. How do you do that? You make it taste really good and you give someone a little extra like Yeah. That, right. So like that, that to me is like the staple. It's something my daughter drinks and like, I, I feel comfortable giving it to her. Right. And yeah. now we have this, which is more of a performance hydration product where can I talk a little bit about like what the difference is? 100%. Absolutely. So, so we, we're upping all the electrolytes in this product. We're adding two additional uh, patented ingredients, LATP, which is, I know, one of your favorites. Yeah. Along with the Ionaplex, which is like the fulvic acid, like mm -hmm. mineral blend. So we're we're super stoked on on this product. It is a 30 serving uh, as opposed to the 60 that you typically see in HydroCharge. Um, but yeah, we, we're obsessed with kind of the, the new kind of naming conventions and some of the updated branding for, for retail as yeah. specifically for GNC in this, this exclusive launch. So hydrocharge to me, like is not a bad hydration product, you know, to kind of like talk about those formulas. Yeah. Kind of, it's something that I feel safe giving to my sister, oh, yeah. giving to anyone, right? Mm, yeah. Everything. And that's awesome. Yep. The, I think the point really is that the market has, has demanded like high more. performance products, yep. a lot yeah. more. And it's awesome to see caged answering to that because typically caged is rather I don't want to use the word stubborn, but you are steadfast in what you have. Yeah. And like, you know, uh, the one thing that I like about you guys is like, you have blinders off. Yeah. Like you don't follow trends. Yep. Like, you know, the, the rest of the people around here don't really matter to you. You do what you want to do. It's awesome to see you guys picking up like that, yep. that bigger scoop product, like pre, pre cage elite. Like, uh, I just pointed at something on the wall. I guess that kind of, <laughs> uh, like elite was like, it's going to happen. That was like, kind of like the first time you guys were like, okay, like we can yeah. play this game too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm excited to see all the stuff that you're doing with all that. But I guess one like trend that you guys are jumping into, which I really want to talk about is the functional foods. Yep. Yeah. I think this is like, you got 27 products, but like in these are insane. Yeah. And your, your followers know already, right. Functional food. We kind of, talked about it we yeah. linked a little bit on that podcast or the discord yeah that we did. how many different versions of the ball it's like 176 ben i think yeah. it's probably over 180 now but like this is yeah it's funny this is the be this is the product someone uh i don't know if he'll watch this someone from the industry i'm not gonna give them the satisfaction saying the name but they were like that just means that 
all those were like trash. Like, like that means you suck at R and D. Well, like if you went through them, I was like, no, that means you guys are like literally that. Like, yeah, you know what you want. What's the worst thing that can happen to a bar? I can think of a lot of things actually. Well, for me, it's it's getting hard, right? So oh, that was like that. That yeah, that, <laughs> that's like the, that's the worst experience for a customer is having a hard bar, sure. right? So like that's that was the one thing that I know Brian worked yeah extremely hard on making sure that these things stayed soft. There's also yeah. mold. Yep. Yep. You know, we've seen that. There's a lot of things that go. There's there's stability. There's all kinds of things. I mean, with well, yeah, with food. You, you are ingesting it. You have one chance with a consumer. If you don't win them on that first try, yep. you're done, yeah. right? Yep. So why, one of the things that makes it so challenging too, we'll talk about this a little bit, and, you know, obviously over the weekend here, um, you know, we're going to be spreading a lot of information around these, but these bars only have like six ingredients. That's what made it so hard. Yeah. Uh, they're all natural. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're incredible, but to only use six ingredients is not easy. And so like we went through a, a lot of different like, um, you know, evolutions of this bar, what it looked like, uh, texture. We use multiple manufacturers trying to see like, what's going to be the right manufacturing yeah. partner for us? Who can make it taste right? But then who can have the moisture and the consistency? If we do a, you know, uh, a heat test over time, will it stand the test of like six months yeah. of heat? All of those things, right? Yep. And we've gotten to a place with the bar where we have a final product Yep. and I, I've never seen merchants go crazy for something like they yep. have over these types of food items. And you're, you're opening the crumb cakes. I'm talking about the bar. But the crumb case, <laughs> now that's my favorite one. That's yeah. my baby right it's, there. That's a that's you guys. That's a new format. Yeah. So no one's done this format. You'll see other like formats in functional food like this. Yeah. But these ones truly showcase like kind of that decadent like crumb cake topping that's a little bit different. And again, we're like we're we're truly a better for you solution to your snacking. Whether yeah. it's like I want to have that with a cup of coffee, yeah. or maybe it's like I'm up late at night and I'd rather do that yeah. versus like grab a Hershey's candy bar yeah. or something, right? Yeah. So to bring this all together. You guys are dropping two different snacks, two flavors of each. Correct. One is a protein bar that's low ingredients, kind of a peanut butter base, and the other is a crumb cake. You've got a uh, cookies and cream. Correct. Well, it's a chocolate cookie crumble. Chocolate cookie crumble. Chocolate cookie you have a chocolate cookie crumble and a cinnamon yep. sugar. Yeah, cinnamon sugar crumble. Cool. All right, so let's let's talk about all of these here. Let's get them out. So we have a peanut butter and jelly and a peanut butter chocolate. Correct. And peanut butter brownie. Peanut butter brownie. Okay. So peanut butter jelly, peanut butter brownie. Uh, I don't know which one to have first. I already had these. So I, I he tried. So tra full transparency, Ben tried to wait. Uh, I really tried to wait. But well, we had we had a lot of other you know vendors and suppliers and just friends of the industry here yesterday at the booth, and we were breaking these things out. Yeah. And I couldn't wait. Ben couldn't help himself. So I couldn't wait. Um, we we want to get. We had a really good feedback from just like some of the vendors that are like some of the other brands that were here, and they're like, "Oh, whoa, okay, yeah." yeah. So that, that makes you feel good because like these people try a lot of other yeah. brands too. So, so what's really cool is your bars are incredible, and I'll get to that. Like your bars do not disappoint, but like this is a whole new platform. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of snacks that come out. Oh, yeah, you see similar similarities to other snacks, yeah. and you know, you don't often see something completely new come out. Yeah. Crumb cake, you guys told me, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, I love crumb cakes. I'm from Jersey, Jersey Shore. Yep. Crumb cakes is a big thing. Yep. Like, and this is shitty to say, but like, it's, it's, they're, they're usually, it's better for you. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. either like kind of like stale and so, but it's okay. Or yeah. it's like, wow, that's really good, but there's a lot of sugar in it. Like, yep. these both nail texture and moisture, but also like the macronutrients. Yes. The cinnamon one, like, skip the Starbucks crumb yeah. cage for that one for sure, because that's, Typically, what like the office compares it to, mm -hmm. right? So, that one's super good. So, 
Fair enough to chew too much. <laughs> <laughs> We've done a lot of brownies recently. Yep. That's kind of thing. Yep. These are so much lighter. Fluffier. Porous, yep. fluffy. I mean, it's, it's a crumbly. It's a different thing. Yep. But I love the fluffiness of it. It's like enjoyable to eat. Yeah. Yep. You know? It, it truly has like the kind of the texture of like, I guess it would be a cake. Again, you know, like you think about crumb cakes regionally, like I always think of like LA and I think of New York City. Because yep. like that's where they're regionally dominant. Yep. Yeah. It's like even when we brought the concept of this to the office, a lot of folks were like, oh, this is amazing, yeah. right? In the office. Yep. Our remote workers, depending on where they were, like what I might have even said, like, what's a crumb, crumb cake? cake? So <laughs> I did a lot of explanation on what is a crumb cake and where are they popular. And it turns yeah. out, they're very popular. Yeah. I got to break some to you guys. Some, yeah. Like authentic Jersey Shore ones. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're These are awesome. They're yeah. really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Now, the thing that was funny about the, the bars is like they're moist. They're malleable. I was playing with pieces of it like mm-hmm. Play-Doh yesterday. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird to say. Yeah. But it's such a nice texture. Yeah. There's just enough oil in it. Yeah. It's a natural peanut butter. Base, yep. So, okay, base, sir. Yep. So that's like a, that's a thing that we've seen in the industry is this little bit of oiliness. It's just the right amount. Yep. Yep. I think what's really cool about this too is like, these are formulated in-house. So like, again, with Dolly, we took this to a manufacturer and said, hey, come make us a bar. Yeah. Like, give us your best shot, right? Like, Brian and our team like formulated this in-house. And so it's, that's, I think that's what's so different about it. Yeah. Like, and that's also why we... Went through a lot of iterations because you kind of learn a little bit along the way, but for sure, you know, that is a unique um, differentiator from us in a lot of brands where a lot of brands are using manufacturers and the manufacturer owns the formula. Yep. It is not that way here at Cage. We own the formula. Yeah. We have them produce it. Well, I don't think a lot of people realize, like you usually go to a place. Yep. A couple years back. Yep. The bakery bar thing. Yeah. Every single person. <laughs> came bar. Yeah. Where differences. Yeah. yeah. Subtle differences. That tech was, was, that was not theirs, right? Yeah. This is, the, I mean, this is, this is unique that you guys have something to yourselves. For sure. I mean, Brian was making these in his oven. Yeah. Right? Uh, originally, yeah. Very small batch in his oven. That's how they originally started. Yeah. Yeah. He would send them to my house in these like glass containers and they were awesome, but you had to hand cut them. I mean, it looked like just something that come right out of your <laughs> Yeah. Room. It was amazing. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, we have these. Talk about those. What else do we want to talk about in terms of- uh, Can I have can, one of these right now? This is so, like my favorite. Yeah. Let me, let me get this the peanut butter and jelly one. This is ASRM. Is that ASMR? ASMR. Yeah. Looks how cool I am. To like, mm. well, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So you asked about like, okay, what's next? We talk yeah. about product. We've talked a little bit about like one of our strategic partnerships, which is GNC. Yep. I think the other thing that we should probably talk about is just our partnerships overall. We get a lot of questions about our affiliates, our ambassadors, our athletes. We've made some changes mm-hmm. clearly. Uh, and those changes have actually worked out great for our brand. Like we've, we've kind of moved into this, you know, lifestyle meets educational brand that is, it's, it's again, not for everyone. We kind of say like, uh, we, we like to coin it as like, we're the adults in the room. We're the yeah. mature audience mm-hmm. and that's our differentiator. Right. So, and that's also why we lean into those things. So, you know, from a partnership standpoint, we're doing things that are also industry first, yeah. right? Um, you look at, you know, we've had some really great names behind our brand in the past. And we have a really strong, just like base community. Like one of the things I loved about Cage uh, was that like when I first came here was, you know, I sat down with the team and I had them like showcase like how strong our community is, how wide of a net it is too as well. But, like our LTV is so much better than those brands. And that's because of the education we drive online. It's how we interact with our community, our responsiveness, all that. So like we want to make sure that that LTV 
transcends into retail, transcends into distribution. Like we don't want to be a brand that is everywhere because we're not, we can't be everything to everyone. Yeah. Yep. But we do want to be a brand that hits the right retail um, points of distribution to meet our consumer needs. Yep. And we show up where our consumers are asking. So, you know, one of the things that we get asked a lot is why GNC? Why are you going to GNC and why are you doing all this exclusive stuff? Well, when we pulled our community and like, honestly, if you just look at some of the GNC forums and whatnot, one of the biggest question mark we had is why aren't you in GNC? Why can't we find you in GNC? Isn't there more product they, like in yeah. GNC? Yeah. We had a franchisee complain yesterday that they couldn't, they were getting each product. It was like, there was like this like whole, like it's not there. It's right. Like it, it's not like there's no blockade in the middle. Like yep. this is a new thing for you guys. That's right. Yeah. And so for us, this is also serving our consumers interest because they're actively seeking us in these stores and we have very minimal, um, I would say offerings today. Yeah. That will obviously change with everything that we're showcasing here, everything that we're working on in partnership with them. Um, but that was a big, that was a big piece of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think on the flip side of it, if you look at like, how do we drive, you know, consumer buzz and demand, we're taking, you know, we, we have a strategic partnership with you guys, right? So we're working with price plot, we're working with educational leaders. We work with uh, the fitness informants of the world, Ryan and his team. We're also going to be working with some of the true like thought leaders in the science space. And so taking it a step further and working with like Andrew Huberman or working with like a Tim Ferriss and actually like kind of curating this, like I would call like macro micro podcast network. That is like a unique differentiator for us too, because for sure there isn't a brand that's doing it to that level. And I think based on the science backed products that we're bringing, it gives us that like unique carve out for our existing consumers to say like, wow, they're doing some really cool shit. Yep. But then too, new consumers are going to like find their way into the brand because of all the education that's happening with some of the, you know, ingredients we're putting in there or whatever. So yeah. Sure. Like early on, I'm sorry. Good. I was just say early on, like you and I, we talked about this a lot before Aaron came on, like mm -hmm. this rebrand that happened right before he came yep. in night. I had just kind of like stepped out of powerlifting and mm -hmm. into like just being like a healthier professional. Yeah. And like I started training at Lifetime instead of a hardcore gym. I started like, yep. you, you know, the, like the Lululemon type crowd, you round a lot of that. And yeah. Realize that that's a community that you guys, I think are tapping into very well. It's like yeah. educated professional. Well, they know what they want. Yeah. They're very fit. Most of these people yeah. like, like are in great shape. It's not just like, so it's, it's like you, you see someone at the gym, right. And you ask them like, why, why are you taking that pre-workout? Mm -hmm. A caged consumer is going to tell you exactly why they're taking that pre-workout, right? Like and the the hodgepodge like kind of other other brands that kind of kind of mass and like people just like oh i saw it at my store i grabbed it i take mm -hmm. i take it i think i feel something like that's not necessarily a caged consumer mm -hmm. as they mature and as they educate themselves yeah. they grow within their fitness journey they're gonna find us at some point yeah. right and then they're gonna like a lot of the boxes that we check for their lifestyle and yeah. that's so i think for us like it's all, all roads lead to caged, in my opinion. Yeah, that's always like <laughs> it's very self-serving. But sorry, <laughs> it's, it's always how I felt about caged stuff. Yeah, like the second I start to educate a little bit better on the ingredients or the source or something like that, like I, like in my opinion, I think that you guys for a long time didn't communicate well. Yep, because like you had so many strengths, and once they were out there, people were like, oh yeah, it's sick. I'll, yeah, I'll buy that. But yeah. like it's just it was like the the transfer of that knowledge. I, mean, I think you guys are a hidden gen, gen yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, my my wife, like for instance, right? Like she she'd never take like hydrocharge because it said caged muscle on it, right? Yeah. She doesn't want mm -hmm. big muscles. Like that's like right. that's a real thing in the industry. Like the fact that we did this rebrand. I mean, we've we've had a flood of yeah. more female consumers into our brand, and that's that's a that's a big market too, right? Yeah. So I think 
I think just being a little bit more inclusive, like a little bit more dialed on like how we're communicating with our consumers about, you know, yeah. what we bring to the table. I think it's been really powerful for us. And we're, we're finally hitting our stride from a marketing perspective and the first time in a long time. I feel like that aesthetic and that, that feel, yeah, I think that lends to the Huberman, the Ferris, yep. that yep. a little bit elevated crowd. Yeah. I'm a big fan of all of that. So you brought it up. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. There's been changes in partnership. Correct. And changes in identity and changes in direction. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, obviously Chris Gethin leaving the brand was like a big deal. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, and I think part of that big deal was just discussion around differing directions. Chris caged the whole thing. The industry is changing yep. in a lot of different ways, but that notion itself can be misinterpreted or it could, it, For sure. it's very open-ended. For sure. Um, so if we could talk a little bit about, like, I'd love to know, like, what is the different direction that Cage is going and why does that serve Caged best? Like, like well, what are you guys looking forward to? What does that mean? Do you mind if I make just a statement? Go for it. Or you kind of do the corporate thing. Um, <laughs> you were here before me. Go for okay. it. <laughs> um, so, like, I think one of the, one of the biggest uh, question marks I got from a lot of the Cage community is like, oh, man, like, what's going to happen to all your products now? Like, all, all this, like, are you going to, like cut corners and all these things and me knowing full well what we're about to do with GNC I was just like this is like I got a loaded gun in my pocket right like you guys have no idea of like the what we have planned to elevate the products that you already love into yeah. a completely different like echelon and so I of course have to keep my mouth shut on these things until I'm like no everything is like good we yeah. of course aren't cutting corners we're making things even better uh than what they were before and you I think you'll be pleased like you know Trust, trust other people than an influencer to make your decisions on what supplements you put in your body. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my careful with that rhetoric. <laughs> Sorry. It's that kind of like make my living off. Just... Yeah. But they, but you educate them and then they make the best decisions for themselves. Yeah. You don't say take this and only this. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's just fun. It's to me like Chris was caged for you. Yeah. Right. Like I, like I, I use that for a lot of people. Such a fan of you guys for so many reasons partially because of that legitimization that he brought for sure right as he was known he is known as such a quality person that cares about things uh but the aesthetic that you guys are, are moving into the direction that you guys are moving into you couldn't be more true that people were asking about quality changing uh people didn't realize that he was not the ceo anymore yeah yeah he uh he was a great spokesman but he was a spokesman and did not formulate was in charge of quality assurance of quality control yeah uh you guys actually have a large qc team yeah. uh which we talked about last night so Chris wasn't necessarily in charge of those things. He definitely like spoke all those things well. Um, but this, this direction for you guys, I find very interesting because you're getting into these, these different directions yeah, that yeah. in a lot of ways are better quality that are, you know, they're elevated. They're elevated. Yeah. They're elevated. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think sometimes our fans forget that like we're a business, right? So we operate as a full service business and yeah. it's not just, you know, a founder spotlight of Chris Gethin leading the strategy or the compliance. Chris was actually very much like separate of all of that. So that's, that's pretty much led by Brian Rand, our CIO. And we have a whole team that's dedicated to, you know, compliance, insurance, and all that, right? It, it, I mean, just look at some of the trademarks and the, you know, things we put on our bottle. Like, yeah. there's not many brands that have that. So, um, you know, one, as, as Chris stepped away, that was a question mark, but Chris had never really been involved in that. But, you know, we would always source questions like, hey, Chris, do you like this direction? Do you like what we're doing? Yes, no. Maybe indifferent, so. whatever, yeah. we still would do what we want to do. Like, I think it's important to know, like, with when you have two founders, which are Michael and Brian, and you have a team that is already kind of hitting their stride, 
regardless of what like your top influencer or athlete may say, you still have to do what you think is right for the business. Yeah. So that's that's what we were doing pretty consistently. Yeah. And by the time I stepped in, you know, it's been seven months now. Um, we really didn't have that much communication with Chris in any capacity. So you look at what we're bringing to the market today. You look at the functional food. These are all very much separate of anything that Chris had actually been previewed to. Yep. Um, so I think that's important too. Um, and then let me just take it a step further because I, I promised you a little bit of uh, insider information. I think this is interesting too. So, you know, the day that the the day that the Chris Gethin stuff broke, right? We were actually at GNC headquarters. I was on a plane. GNC. I was on a plane. <laughs> Uh, flying from Austin, Texas to Pittsburgh, and my phone was blowing up, right? But it was blowing up, like, internally, because we're trying to understand, like, all the moving parts to it. Yeah. But what I thought was super interesting was it it all happened on a day where we're actively sitting down with GNC's entire, like, merchandising team and a lot of their executives to kind of walk through yep. this, this product line that we've already been discussing now at this point for a few months, right? And the... Feedback that we got in that room was extremely positive, and the direction that we're moving actually made them want to lean in more because of how targeted we are. And you know, you look at like what our LTV does and all that. Like that's not coming from Chris's side. So I think it's super interesting to like gain some of the feedback from you know the merchandising side, bring it internal, and like work through that. It was kind of a weird day to be honest because it broke before we thought it was going to break. Yep, but. Yeah, you know and the brand's actually done really well since, and I, I, I mean, again, I think Chris has done well since too. I think he's figuring out his direction, but we've really taken off. And one of the reasons I joined this brand was because of that inflection point when yeah. they did the rebrand. And you look at the growth; you've seen the revenue. It's a hockey stick. Like yeah. we're riding a rocket ship, and honestly, we're just trying to keep up with it. At this yeah. point, for for me, like there was mention of like changes happening, mm -hmm. and like. I think Chris has gotten like like the original caged muscle was like a bodybuilding heart yeah and all that stuff that was great that healthy hardcore Chris has changed yeah caged has changed and I think that like Chris would just be happy mm -hmm. at a brand maybe he owns it or maybe whatever but it is really like in line with his now interests yeah and it I feel like it and people don't understand that like this can happen in business well yeah it is okay for for an athlete to go in a separate direction from a brand amicably for sure. Yeah. And so I was talking with Dan about this a little bit at yeah. the gym this morning. And yeah, we were just talking about like brand is the focus, right? Yeah. Like there's like, there's Ghost, of course, has multiple different athletes that are associated with the brand, but someone that's grabbing in the grocery store, yeah. they only know ghosts, right? It's like that's, that's how we've positioned and are positioning our brand caged yeah. in, in a different light. Of course, the Wegmans, but now. we're in Wegmans, right? People in Wegmans don't, should not need to have to know. Chris Gethin. Yep. And that's nothing against Chris Gethin. And it was like the, the market. So it was just, it was, it was interesting to me because we had a lot of people who heavily associated with Gethin. Yeah. Yep. And they were like, well, what's going to happen? Yeah. I was like, they're still manufactured at an incredible place. Yeah. So that right there. Yep. Like and, there's not going to be debauchery in, in formulations or, or, or at least in, in the manufacturer. And you have two guys that love cage products that like will die on the hill to make sure that quarters are Yeah. 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 <laughs> 100%. And so I, and I think this makes Cage more sustainable because you don't have to rely upon a face. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, you guys are delivering incredible formulas. There's so many cool things happening. Oh, uh, I wish we could show you what's off camera, but not there, yet. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's one like technology piece of, of, of ingredient tech mm -hmm. that I've been kind of talking a little bit about. Mm -hmm. um, the ingredient company didn't want me to specifically speak about it, but if someone were to launch it, <laughs> I could talk all about it, right? It's it's very exciting. Yeah, time. Uh, and 
it's like everyone was like worried about it, it going in like a poor direction and i was sitting over here like you know that meme of the guy with like the veins popping out because he's trying yeah, so yeah. hard not to. <laughs> that was me like not saying like he's about to like blow up guys yeah like he's just doing some really cool stuff yeah um strategic hires right that like pieces being put into place so that things can be done for sure in a, in, in a good fashion for sure so I, I think people i think especially in the industry especially with the community people don't understand the blocks have to that have to be put into place to do it the right way yeah not everyone has chris bumstead yep right yep yep it's awesome to you know attach a a brand to a rocket ship that is a whole different set of growing pains that you have to deal with yep um and and obviously they work hard i'm not taking away from of that. course like to to do things like sometimes it takes a slower process yeah um so we've been talking about this for like half a year yep. but it took time to put all these things in place you know to get everything and and even from the date of this uh, recording you guys are launching this august 31st yeah. that's that's the go live so date yep we're still a little ways out we're still a ways out yeah yeah right? so uh it's, it's an exciting time but there's there's a lot of stuff that has to be worked through and that, that's an that's something that i think a lot of people don't understand yeah i mean 27 skews just, i'm gonna say it just logistic 27 all at once yeah yeah my goal chain yeah like yeah my goal is to age the company really yeah <laughs> <laughs> one of the things i think is is also just interesting for for those that just want kind of a sneak peek as to like what's happening at cage like we've almost doubled our workforce since I joined seven months ago. Yeah, we like in all areas, whether it's operations, sales, marketing. Like we've hired a talent from a lot of great brands and companies. We have some new folks starting uh, here in the upcoming month that are going to be game changers, big names. And I think that's another area of investment. Like we talk about partnerships, we talk about collaborations, we talk about you know PD, all this stuff. But like our people are actually our best asset. So like. While other brands are bringing in like a top tiered influencer or an athlete, we're actually betting on ourselves and we're investing in people and headcount so that we can operationalize ourselves for what's to come in the next three to five years. And that to me is, I mean, that's actually been super exciting. I mean, we're going to have like 15 people just here at the booth yeah. at GNC, yeah. which is wild, right? But our workforce and just overall, I mean, you look at what, what's happened at HQ, I mean, that, that it's just boom. So it's been an incredible um, aspect of like where we've been leaning in and what we've been doing behind the scenes. For sure. I'm so sure it's just so good. I was trying to like keep going as well. I was trying to like <laughs> work with you on that one. Um, the coolest thing about the manpower part of this is that I didn't know any of these people existed. Yep. Yep. We went out to a team dinner last night. Yeah. I mean, I know Manny. Yeah. Yeah. We out, like, Everyone knows Manny. Everyone knows Manny. But like incredible dinner with people I didn't know previously. Yep. Yep. So I'm super excited that like Cage has a team. Yeah. Because previously it, to me, it was, I talked with me. Yeah. It was a ways of marketing person that like, mm-hmm. I talked with Darren. Yep. You know, and then there's Michael and Brian. Yep. 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 But I talked to Darren. It was, I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, like, it's, like, it's been a pretty lean operation for a long time. A long time. Yeah. I think, um, I'll, I'll just speak on behalf of Michael, but Michael's gotten to a point where he's, um, he's investing to grow and he sees like, yeah, kind of that roadmap in the vision. He's supporting, you know, our commercial strategy, but also yeah. like, our performance um, strategy and like how we manage our own site and how we manage our online. I mean, we were one of very few brands that really like keeps the the price arbitrage down. Yeah, we do a great job at managing what I would call an omni-channel funnel. Yep, and uh, yeah, that's that's just something that a lot of brands can't do, right? Yeah, yep. and some of that is because we are limited in distribution. We were kind of online first, like we were digitally native, right? Yeah, but now we're taking like this secondary like you know spin to like how we want to grow the the business. Yep. And we're, yes, we're growing retail, right? Most people who know me will say like, well, he's going to go put them in a bunch of doors. Yep. They're going to scale out like, sure. 
but our online business is our lifeline. Yep. Like that's where our stickiest customers uh, shop us every day, yep. interact with us every day. And that is like, again, where we curate, that's where we start with the thought process of like, what's next? Where do we want to show up? And if our audience and our community is on board, then we'll do it. Yeah. But we're very thoughtful and I'd say very intentional with how we approach that strategy. Sure. Uh, the, the cool thing about retail for me with you guys is like you've been digitally native for so long and so much of your community is just an all, like online yep. lovers of the brand. Like mm -hmm. now you give them a place to go shop. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exciting yep. because previously you've ordered everything to your house. And I think yep. this is like a new experience. Like yep. you've loved this brand for some time. You've enjoyed being a part of their community. And now you get to go support them in a store. Yeah. I might be over inflating things, but I think that's kind of cool. No, it's, it's a convenience economy, right? You want things now. You don't yeah. want to wait two to three days for, for shipping all the time, especially if you really need your, you know, pre-caged yeah. elites, you know, you don't want to go, yeah. you have, you have to go to the store and pick it up right away. And so, especially cause these are going to be exclusive. Yes, these will. So that like, to me, that's like, you don't have the option to just order them. Like you have to go for that experience. Mm -hmm. You have to talk to the employee, get in there and then tell yep. them why are you're, you're picking this up. For sure. Um, and they'll probably agree with you because they watched the price club and you are the university. Exactly. Uh, what's, what's also interesting to that though. So you talk about like our online audience and our fans, that's like half the buyers we've met with too. Like, yeah. So what, one of the things that's super interesting is like when we go to a retailer and we, again, we're very thoughtful about like, what is the roadmap for us? Like, where do we want to show up? And most of the buyers already know us. Most of them show us their cart where they've bought us multiple times over. Yep. And so like, they're kind of like instant fans. You yeah. Know? Like yep. you look at like Wegmans and some of the other FDM uh, places that we're yep. going to show up where it makes sense they're already huge brand advocates and fans. That's awesome. And so I think that's super cool because that's a very unique thing for me. For sure. To like walk in and a buyer be like, it's amazing to finally meet somebody physically and have the opportunity to have my customers physically shop something yeah. I love. Yep. Because Caged has for a long time been ironically kind of faceless in the corporate side. Like obviously yeah. like we've talked about. For sure. Yeah. But like uh, purchasing wise, in terms of corporate, like I... I yeah. know who's there, but I don't really... Had a couple of VPs in my role kind of previously. Yeah, I, I just... No one... I mean, maybe I'm just like an insider and like I need to have a face for each... Like everyone that I think of, yeah. I, know, I know a, a face for it. Right? Yeah. And Cage has always kind of been more secular in that. Yeah. Though I knew Michael and yeah, Brian, like that wasn't who I felt was pitching or anything, right? This is the corporate face of Cage. <laughs> cool. Yes. This handsome mug, right? This yeah. handsome mug. Yeah. That's awesome. That's it. Yeah. Next couple of years. We were, we were actually having a contest yesterday to see who knew more people in the space. Oh, yeah. It was a pretty tight. <laughs> I mean, you're like, if we went to supply side, you, like you, you could destroy us. You yeah. destroy them for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, it's like an ongoing joke. Like my, my best friend, like I've known him since fifth grade. Yeah. And we like, he, he worked at a brand for a little bit and then he got out, but we'll like go to like a bodybuilding show mm -hmm. and he'll like jokingly be like, dude, like that dude over there is so huge. I'm like, that's John. <laughs> like, that's my friend. Like I always know, like everyone yeah. in the room, I finish stuff. But like, that's awesome. you go to GNC franchise, like obviously, that's cool. Yeah. I know no one. That's good. hey, <laughs> you're becoming a household name. No one. Slowly but surely, how people with, is making his rounds. Yeah, yeah. with your kind of uh, vibe, char charm. Oh, vibe. charm for sure. Charm make a lot. Of okay, friends. perfect. So, all right. Well, so so 27 SKUs exclusive. Um, we talked about hydration. Um, I'm going to get a picture of this SFP. It'll be in the details. Love it. If Mike was here, he'd be going through the Supplement Facts panel. Um, but he'd be loving it. We're already at like 45 minutes, and I know we got, we are actually going to cut this. We're actually open the show up here in just a few minutes. Yeah, we're going to, so we're going to turn this video off. We're going to talk to like hundreds of people for a couple hours, and then we're going to come back and we're going to do this again. Yeah. But that time, we're going to be with the Chief Operating Officer for GNC and the VP of Sports Nutrition. That's right. Yep. So Nate Frazier and Ken Huntley, yep. who are like the guys, the guys. for GNC. Like, if yep. you're into sports nutrition, like, this is a stick around for that one. Yeah. I like I'm 
they approached us about this very last second and like pinched me. Love it. You know? Yeah. Very excited. Love it. I'm super stoked to be doing it with you guys. Uh, I'm very excited to talk about all these things again, but the GNC side of it. Yeah. Because um, I think that you've been around GNC for a long time. You've been chosen to get into GNC for yep. a long time. And I think that there's a lot of things that are changing about GNC. Yeah, I'm sure. excited to talk about how Cage is being a part of that. Same here. Thanks for having us yeah. on the first segment. Yeah, yeah. We're, in a, we're, we're basically just going to disappear for a second and come back. And Thank you. Us. We'll see it.